you've had a birthday in the last three months. Can you just hold your hands up? Hold your hand up. Do you have one? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about, about ten. About ten of you. All right, we've had any anniversaries. Oh, looky here. Whoa, whoa. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. <laughs> Coming to be with you, Elizabeth. <laughs> huh? Got one back there. So how many did I say? Eight? All right. What about all these birthdays? We we want to wish you <laughs> I'm afraid that might happen. Well, I'll tell you, every one of us ought to be thankful that we live in the hills of Kentucky. Instead of these big cities. It's abomination what's going on there. It's just the devil at the work. Amen, brother. The devil at the work. He's got his worker just as well as God's got his. One. That's right. Amen. Can y'all hear me? These speakers here back in the back, Donnie. Can you hear me, all right? Okay. But you know, when everything's said and done, the smoke clears, as the old saying goes, God is still going to be God. Oh, Amen. Amen. God's still going to be God this morning. And I know one thing, I'm glad that I'm on the side of the Lord this morning. Amen, and if you're here and you're not on the side of the Lord, today would be an awful good day for you to begin yes. serving the Lord. If you have your Bibles this morning, look with me in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. I know Daryl usually has it on the screen, but we ain't got no screen here, so uh, I'll give you a minute. To look into it. Second Corinthians chapter one. <coughs> Tracy help Sherry find it there. If you noticed, I've got three women on the front row here. Now, they thought it was because they thought they're special, but that's not the reason they're here. The reason they're here is I can keep them under control. That's my wife, Sherry, and Angie. And now I've got another slipped in his hand here. If you found it, say, hey, man. If you haven't found it, say, I haven't found it. Sherry, have you found it? Yes, sir. Uh, let's honor God this morning. It says, verse 1, now I'm going to start it. Uh, chapter 1, I'm going to start it, verse 1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, 
with all the saints which are in Shaiah. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. I already got a amen there. Mm -hmm. Who comforteth us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith, wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ bound in us, so our consolation or our good also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And, verse 7, And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength, insomuch that we despair even of life. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raiseth the dead. Oh, yeah. Who delivered us from so great a death, and do it deliver, deliver, and whom we trust, that he will yet deliver us. How many believe that? Oh, yeah, Ye also helping together by prayer for us, that for the gift many persons, for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. One more verse, verse 12. For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in simplicity and godly sincerity, the grace of God we have had our conversation in the world and more abundantly to you word. Rick, ask the blessing on this morning. Our most gracious, loving Heavenly Father, Father, we first of all, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord, to be in your house this morning, dear God. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for another day, dear God, Lord, that you've given us, Lord, to come out and worship you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Help us this morning, Jesus. This morning, Lord. Father, I pray, Lord, if there's anyone here, Lord, this morning that don't know you, Lord, as their personal Savior, Lord, I pray, dear God, Lord, that the, Lord, that there can be something said or something done here this morning, Lord God, that they might turn them to you this morning, Lord. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, for each and every one, dear God, Lord, that's come out this way this morning, Lord. And we pray all this your holy and most precious name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. As I was reading this, and there was a lot of thoughts came, a lot of thoughts came through my mind as I was reading this, and there's a lot of different uh, subjects that we could talk upon this morning, uh, uh, a lot of different directions that we could go with it this morning. Uh, so uh, 
I just want to follow this morning the Holy Spirit. I, I want to go the way that the Lord leads me to go. And as I was reading this last night, uh, I, I was sitting there and all this stuff was going on. And I turned the TV off and, and I began to read. And I got over here in Corinthians. Uh, and I began to read about what Paul said here uh, uh, to the Corinthians. But you know what Paul wrote to them? Uh, it was for all the saints throughout Asia Minor. And you know, the Bible tells us, uh, the Bible tells us that what was written for them uh, is also written for us today. Uh, so let's, uh, there ain't but one word of God, uh, and we have it right here. Uh, uh, so people say, well, he wasn't talking to us and uh, this and that, but whatever this Bible says, uh, it's for all of us, amen. Uh, not just for them back then, but it's for us us today, uh, and this will be for them tomorrow, amen, uh, from generation to generation. Uh, and you know, I was thinking about it, and this old world, uh, uh, I said back away, this old world was running too fast, amen. It's running too fast, and I said it's going to explode uh, one of these days. Look what's going on, amen. Uh, look what's going on. This old world uh, out there is absolutely going crazy. Anybody agree with me? Oh, yeah. Anybody agree with that? So, but we don't, we as Christians, uh, we as Christians, and we need to slow down sometimes, and we need to explain this Word of God. Uh, and we as Christians this morning, uh, if we have read the Bible and been to these Bible studies and goes to church, and if you've not just let it go in one ear and out the other ear, then these things is taking place. Uh, uh, you you are to know what the Bible uh, has said about it. When the Bible says uh, that in the last days perilous times will come, uh, at perilous times is hard times. Uh, perilous times is scary times. Uh, and let me tell you how uh, what we've been through. People have. Uh, has been scared, hey man. I believe these people uh, that's had strokes, they've had heart attacks uh, because of the fear uh, that is out there today. Uh, and people don't know what else to do, hey man. Uh, and so we need to understand uh, that this was done preached and done prophesied, uh, and it was left for our teaching and for our learning. Uh, and when the Bible says that in the last days, uh, a perilous time will come, uh, that's what the Bible means. Uh, so we need to wake up, church, uh, and we need to realize uh, that these signs are the signs uh, of the time that are here uh, today that was prophesied uh, years ago and preached about the ark. Uh, these things are happening today. Uh, Already prophesied back over there, uh, maybe not just word for word, but peerless times, uh, uh, Paul said, would come. Uh, amen. Uh, so they're here. Uh, Paul also wrote to Timothy, uh, and I've quoted this scripture, uh, and I've tried to warn and warn and warn. Uh, and so as I cry out to you this morning, uh, church, we need to open up our ears uh, and we need to hear. Amen. Uh, over in 1 Timothy uh, uh, chapter 4 uh, and verse 1, uh, listen to this uh, and see if this uh, will wake you up and show you uh, what's going on today. Uh, uh, Paul wrote to Timothy uh, back hundreds of years ago uh, and he told Timothy, uh, he said this, no, uh, that in the latter days, uh, he said, some will depart uh, from their faith. Uh, their faith in what? Uh, they'll depart from their faith in God. Uh, 
Amen. But so he warned them. He said, he said in the last days, they will be some depart from their faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctors of devils. Amen. You say, well, what does that mean? These seducing spirits is out of the pits of hell. They're coming from Satan this morning. And if you've not been seeing them, then you've not been listening and watching on the news because Satan is on the loose this morning. And we're sitting back and letting him destroy us. And the doctrines of devil, the doctrines of demons of the devil, that is false teaching. False teachings. Paul said, from such of these people, stay away. The Bible said, light has come into the world, but men love darkness more than they love light. Is that the Word of God, church? Help me out. I'm trying to preach this morning. And that's why this world is so evil out there today. We as a church world is set back and took it easy and went to sleep and allowed the devil to get in. That's why people run in fear, running scared now. Because they've been on easy street for so long and then something like this comes up and we just panic. Instead of going to the Word of God and seeing what the Word of God says. Amen. Let me preach here just a minute. In verse 2, look with me in verse 2. Stay with me. He said, Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I gave Daryl the title of this message, and I could have got a little title out of it. But I gave the title of this message, and the question was, do you know what grace is? How many truly knows what grace is? We don't act like we do sometimes. We don't act like we do sometimes. Church had done for you, I believe you'd get on your feet and give God a shout every once in a while. Amen! Come on, church! Let's wake up! You've been out of church long enough. We ought to be excited to be back here this morning. Don't think about what's going on outside. Worry about what's going on here inside this morning. Grace. There is no greater Thing than God's Thank grace. You, you say, well, what does grace do? Yeah. <laughs> what does grace do? Uh-huh. I don't know what it's done for you, but I know what it done for me. Uh, hey, it changed my life. Yeah. Amen. On, it grace gave me hope oh, this morning. On, grace, where would we be at this morning uh, without God's grace? This mo- where would we be at? Yeah, be God's down. grace is God's love. Amen, well, what's that got to do with it? Grace is God's love. I know God loves me. Uh, How do you know God loves you? Uh, Why does God love you? Let me put it this way. Why does God love each and every one of you? Why does He love you? Because His grace. Amen. His grace this morning. 
what can His grace do? Yeah. I don't know what He done for you, but I know what He done for this old boy. <laughs> he pulled me out of the of hell. Will change you too. You sit back. Amen. If we have a sleep, when we come to church, we'll be awake and we'll be hungry. I said a long time ago, and I've been saying it for a long, long time. The church, I said, the church has lost its hunger. It's lost its thirst in the house of God today, and we're just going through the motions. Amen. Somebody said, oh God, I wish I hadn't come here this morning. You better be thankful that you've got a preacher that's going to tell you and preach you the truth this morning. And if you don't want a preacher to preach you the truth uh, and what the Word of God says, uh, then you're in the wrong church uh, and you've got the wrong pastor. Uh, amen. This morning, uh, I'm preaching this about grace uh, because God's grace will set us free. Uh, God's grace will save us uh, and God's grace uh, will deliver us uh, from eternal hell this morning. It's God's grace. God's love. Well, what did He love me about? How did? What did He love? God's grace. You know what God's grace does? Yeah. God's grace took your place at a place called Calvary. Amen. A child of God, brother. Grace took your place. You are, He didn't take my place. He took every one of your places. Amen. At Calvary. Amen, brother. If it wasn't for God's grace, none of us would be here this morning. If it wasn't for God's grace, uh, we couldn't even got out of bed this morning. People say, well, what have I got to thank God for? I ain't got nothing. I've lost my job. I've done this. I've done that. Uh -oh. Come on, brother. Well, if you've lost your grace, you've lost the greatest thing that you had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> grace. Amen, brother. Grace saved me. Grace, grace forgave me for my addiction and among many, many other sinful things. He washed me and He cleansed me. Yes. That's what grace does. Amen, brother. He gave me a change of heart. He gave me a change of mind. Amen, brother. He set my feet upon the rock, as David said. He put a new song in my heart. Amen, brother. Put a new song in my heart. Yeah. And God's grace... When we would only stop sometime and take time to think about what God has done for us personally. Personally. Amen. See, I believe in a personal salvation with Jesus Christ. Amen. If you don't have a personal salvation, then you don't have any salvation. Exactly, brother. If you just depend on what your preacher is going to say, <laughs> you don't. Uh-uh. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. That's right. You ain't got it. So grace, he said to me to you, and that word peace. See, without God's grace, without God's grace, you don't have any peace. Amen. 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 Without God's grace, 
gives peace. God's grace precedes peace. Amen. You've got to have God's grace and receive God's grace before you have any peace in your heart. The Bible says, listen to me just a minute, the Bible says the world don't have that peace to give you. The world don't have it out there. Look what's going on in these cities and all. There's no peace. There's fear and there's anger and there's murder and there's destruction of people destroying their own job, their own town. What in the matter with them? The evil, the devil is evil and he's turned everything loose. The demons loose. Turn them loose. Peace does not come from the world. <laughs> come on. How many of you watch some of this some of this news? I hope you watch some of this news, what's going on, the rioting and the killing and the burning of buildings and everything. That's sad. Yes it is. That's sad. Yes it is, brother. That's sad. You say, well, that's up there. It could very easily be here in this yes, little sir. town. Exactly, brother. They make one flight through this little town of yours and it'd be gone. It'd be done with. And then what would you do? What would you do? See, the world don't have any. I'll guarantee you this morning, New York, New Jersey, Washington, these places up there, many, many of them, they didn't get up this morning, and I'll guarantee you, when they got up, uh, they didn't have any peace in their heart. Uh, they didn't have any peace in their heart. Why? Because if they had looked out the streets and everything this morning, there would only be sorrow and horror there and heartache and pain there. Why? Because the world can't give you that peace this morning, uh, but grace can. Uh, Jesus Christ can uh, give you that peace this morning. Uh, thank God. Uh, I mean, I've been through it. Uh, you think, well, Ralph, uh, uh, I tell you, I'm scared. I'm not scared, but I am concerned, and I'm concerned enough, and God's given me enough sense to stay out of danger of it. But if we go with the guidelines and we do everything we can do, then God is going to give us peace this morning. If we will put our trust in peace and not in the world this morning. Yeah. Amen. What, what is grace? Grace will give you salvation. It'll give you peace. It'll give you joy. Has anybody got any joy? Oh, yeah, brother. Amen. If you had peace and joy during this time, sure, sure, we can have it. Jesus said, in the times of trouble, He would not leave us and not forsake us. So because His grace. Now we ought, even though no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're going through, uh, if we would just stop a minute and think of what God said when He said, I'll not leave you, no matter what you go through, no matter what you're going through today, no matter what you'll go through tomorrow, if you will just stop and read and believe, believe it without a doubt. The Word of God, when He said, I'll not leave you...
I'll not forsake you. I'll go with you. And he has been with me. And I hope he's been with you during this trying time. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't know about you. I've not lost my peace. I've not lost my joy. Not one bit. Why? Because I know who my Redeemer is. I know who my joy is, Tony. I know who my peace is this morning. We sing that song. I'm a winner either way. That song goes in one ear and out the other. Come on, brother. First little trouble comes, we throw our hands up and scared to death and say, I'm going to quit. I'm done. Come on, brother. God don't rejoice in that. He don't give no peace in that. God's looking for a people today. He's looking for a church today that's going to stand up in the time of storms, amen, and raise up their hands and look to the heavens and say, God, I don't know why I'm going through this. I know there's a reason. And I know at the end of the tunnel, I know there's going to be victory because there is victory and grace and the grace of Jesus Christ. How many believe their victory? this morning uh, in the Lord. Uh, I said victory, uh, victory, victory uh, in the Lord this morning. Uh, hallelujah. Do you have victory this morning? If you've got victory, Brother Lord, then we've got peace. Amen, Bill, we've got peace. If we've got victory, we've got peace. Even in the time of storm. Some people say, I just don't think I'm going to ever get through this storm. God help us. God help us. What is grace? Verse 3 said, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies. There's another word. I could have preached on that this morning, Trey. The God, listen, the God of mercies. The world don't have any mercy on you. The world don't care about you. God's mercy will endure forever. What is God's grace? Man, I'm stuck on God's grace this morning. God's grace is an unlimited love. God's grace is unlimited love. His mercy will endure forever. You know what it don't matter? It doesn't matter what we, how we've lived, so to speak. I was a sinner. Was anybody ever a sinner in here? Let's see your hand if you've ever been a sinner. <laughs> How many of you saved? Oh, yeah. Didn't want to Amen, brother. Then you know who I'm fixing the head, don't oh, you? Come on. Know who we're fixing the head. God's grace. When we're sinners, we'll do things that's not pleasing to God. That's right. Anybody ever done anything that wasn't pleasing to God? Oh, yeah. I've done everything. And my power to displease God. I talked about God. I put Him down. Said I didn't believe there was no God. When I was raised up in church. But see, I let the devil take over about these demonic spirits that I was talking about. I let the devil come in and he took me down the road of hell for a long, long ways. But I thank God. And Zacchaeus said, he said, or not Zacchaeus, but the prodigal son said, he sat down one day. 
and he came to himself. And he said, what am I doing down here? Thank God, by God's mercy and God's grace, Tony, he kept me alive. His grace and his mercy kept me alive. He kept me through devil wars. He kept me through everything. Why? Because he loved me when I didn't deserve to be loved. I deserved to be in the pits of hell the way I, the way I treated God. But he said, my mercy uh, will endure forever. Hey, man. Uh, and I come this morning, church, to tell you uh, that the places I've been uh, and the things I've done, uh, I'm not proud of them. Uh, but I can't change them. Uh, but I know one thing. Uh, the things that I've done, uh, I know I've been forgiven. Uh, and I know it's because of God's grace. And God's mercy and God's love. And if you're here this morning, the Bible says we're all born into sin. And if you're here this morning, let me tell you something. You ought to be appraising God this morning because that same mercy that saved me, that same mercy has saved you this morning. And let me tell you something. He has put something in us that we need to rejoice about. Why? Because He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Worthy uh, to be praised this morning. Yeah, Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the Father of comfort. Do you know this Father this morning? Oh boy, how time flies when you're having a good time. Let me get over here before we close. Let's look with me in verse 9. He said, he went on and he was writing, he said, but we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust, this is, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth, raiseth the dead. Paul said in Isaiah there, he said, he said we had the sentence of death on us. They were going to kill us, Lee. They were going to kill us. They didn't like us preaching the gospel. We had the sentence of death on us that we should, that we should not trust in ourselves. So he said we were in such a, such a place in our life. When we was down there, we was in such danger down there. Said we, we couldn't trust in ourselves to get us out of this. Said we couldn't trust in ourselves. But look what he said. Uh, not trust in ourselves, but we trusted in God, uh, which raised the dead. Uh, sometimes, friend, uh, we going through these storms. Uh, sometimes uh, we don't know the direction. Sometimes we don't know the way. Sometimes we don't know which way to go. We don't know what to do. Uh, that's why we need to trust the Lord this morning. Uh, put our trust in the Lord, uh, and He will lead us and direct us uh, in all paths of righteousness this morning. He said, but we had the sins of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raised the dead. Who, listen to this, he said, who delivered us from so great of death and do it deliver in whom we trust uh, that he will yet deliver us. 
How many believes he's still the deliverer this morning? How many believe that he is still the peace this morning? How many believe that he's still the joy this morning? How many believe that he's in the saving grace still today, this morning? How many believe that Jesus loves you this morning? As they come and get a song this morning. Come and get a song this morning. God's grace. See, we're saved by grace. And we walk by faith. We live by faith. We live by faith. Sometimes we're only human beings. Sometimes it takes some things that God's going to use to wake us up. Yeah. Amen. If we lived on a mountain all the time, there wouldn't be no place to grow. But you're not going to stay on that mountain all the time. You're not going to stay on it all the time. It's an everyday climb. Oh, you'll get there if you keep trusting God. You'll get to that mountain. But let me say something. I'm on a mountain this morning. Hey, man, I'm on a mountain this morning. Seeing all the church people here this morning. I'm on the mountain this morning. But I know sometime this afternoon, I'll probably start coming back down from that mountain. When that anointing leaves me, it will drain you. But I thank God what I, for what I felt here this morning. Oh, yeah, brother. I thank God for what I've seen thank here this Lord. morning. I thank God for you this morning. Without you, I would not be here. I thank God that you've been so faithful to come to the parking lots. And you can still come there if you're afraid to come in. But well, we thank you that come here this morning. Come in here scattered out. And you've obeyed the guidelines. And we thank you for that. And we're going to keep on doing that until something else comes up. I don't believe Satan can stop God's people if they really want to march on. How many believe that? Amen, brother. Some way, somehow, God will find us a way, yes. Tim. Amen. Stand with me this morning. If you're here this morning and you're lost and don't know Jesus Christ, this altar, you can come up here. You can come up here and stand social distance. I'll stand right here. I'll put my mask on. I'll talk to you. I'll pray with you. If you want to come, if there's one here, bow your heads and pray. Bow your heads and pray. Go ahead. Let me introduce you to him. His name is Jesus. What do you call him?
Neither can I. Neither can I. Oh, but I. But I know a man that can. <laughs> do you know that man? If you do, raise your hand and give me praise this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad that I know that man this morning. And I hope you do this morning. I want to say to those, that there's a few out in the parking lot and then just go through here. I want to say we're glad to have you this morning. And we want to invite you back each and every service. And it's being recorded anyway. And Darrell, he'll be ascending you through 97.7. And we just want you to come. If you're afraid to come in here, uh, that's fine. Uh, and uh, we won't condemn you and we won't run you off if you want to come and sit in the parking lot. But we have sure enjoyed it in here this morning in this basement. I hope you've enjoyed it out there. God loves you and God bless you and have a have a blessed day. And if I don't see you tonight, well, have a blessed week. We love you and Jesus loves you this morning. God bless. All right, we're going to actually put your mask on. Does anybody want to say anything before we leave? Anybody want to say anything? I mean, glad to be here this morning. Oh, yeah. Amen, brother. I'm back tonight at 6 o'clock. Rick, you going to preach tonight? All right, come back at 6 o'clock tonight and we'll have a little service. And